0: Welcome back to another episode of Be A Better Baddie. I am Kanisha, of course, your host, your coach, cheerleader, and fellow baddie. And today I have another baddie with me,
1: Miss Sayani. Tell hello. the people who you are. I'm so excited. Well, hello, Kanisha. Thank you for having me. Um, uh, hello, everyone. My name is Sayani, and I am known as the Love Conflicts Queen. Uh, I have a show on IGTV uh, called Love Conflicts, um, where I go live every Thursday at nine PM and talk about uh, topics pertaining to the betterment of relationships, friendship, um, dating, single life, mm-hmm. uh, entanglements.
0: <laughs> don't don't do it. Don't do it. I'm so tired yeah. of hearing about them. <laughs> I, I,
1: yeah, I did a di- I, I did a dissecting uh will smith and jada Mm. situation this past thursday and that's it i I was done Mm -hmm. but um but i do go live on on uh on instagram and also on tiktok now with love solutions um and what we do is we have open discussions about the topic and towards the end of the show we come up with love solutions Mm. um so this way, if anyone that comes on the show, anyone from the love conflicts gang or love solutions gang, yes, um, they're able to, you know, take whatever solutions that we all come up with and they can add it or implement them into their own um, personal dating life.
0: Yeah, that's good. I remember when you started with Well, not when you started, because I wasn't there for the beginning, but um, when you had love conflicts and then love solutions was a new one. I love that you came out with solutions because like, it's so easy to talk about conflict, but a lot of people don't want to actually talk about how to resolve the conflict because it, it requires a lot of reflection, I'm sure, because you are a part of the conflict.
1: So exactly. I I agree. I agree. I feel like uh, that's one of the reasons why. You know, now I'm also offering, you know, based on my experiences, Mm -hmm. uh, I want to help people because the whole point of Love Conflicts was that um, it was born when I was in another relationship um, um, and within this relationship, I started to basically be my own guru Mm -hmm. um, um, while I, I created six years ago. I created mm. Love Conflicts six six years ago on YouTube. Um, and I will admit I was a little he- ahead of my time because everyone right now is doing what I was doing six years ago.
0: Yeah, everyone's and- a relationship guru. Now. Yes. They popped up over quarantine, like 2020. Yes. Everybody was a relationship guru.
1: And the thing is, I don't consider myself a guru. Mm. I consider myself a relationship realist. I like the The reason being is because I want to help people based off of my experiences. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, I want to help them avoid what I went through in my last relationship. Mm -hmm. So that's why I give tips. And now I have my love solutions business where, you know, I'm, I'm a consultant. Like that's mm-hmm. what I do. And I don't want to say I am an expert. I don't want to say that I am a guru because I am not, I'm just going to, I'm going to take notes. I'm going to listen to you and mm-hmm. I'm going to apply my solutions that worked for me and see where I can apply them into your life. Um, and, you know, that's, that's what I really want to do. I want to spread uh, love faith and hope Mm -hmm. to everyone because I feel like a lot of people have the wrong definition of what love is supposed to be yeah Um,
0: I will say you definitely bring the realistic approach to it like when I tune into your lives I'm like this doesn't sound like fluff like she's talking about real relationships like to actual people who come with their own flaws and insecurities and egos and trying to make it work. So that is exactly. definitely my favorite part. I like that you call yourself a relationship realist. That's that that is very true. I but appreciate that. Yeah. So today we're going to be talking about dating, of course. Um, yes, something we both have experienced with interracial dating, intercultural dating. So, yes. I was thinking about this topic because on social media, I just seen so many. Ha- hashtag swor- hashtag swirl hashtag interracial dating hashtag everything and I'm just like I look through the hashtags and then another one of my friends was just like you and your boyfriend should start a, a YouTube because he's not black and I'm like it doesn't sit well with me that does not sit well with me I don't I don't like capitalizing on on the, but I feel like it's a thing even with black relationships well, I don't know, there's no white love, hashtags. there's black love or interracial, et cetera. So um, it got me to, to thinking about it. And I was just like, you know what? I know someone else who is in an, I don't know if you would call it interracial or intercultural or both, because I mean, race kind of is associated with culture. But yeah, I want to talk about that with you.
1: Of course. Um, I will say I do consider it both interracial and Mm intercultural the reason being is because I come from a Dominican background Mm -hmm. Um, my my entire family is either Dominican or you know Puerto Rican and they're mixed with other cultures Mm -hmm. so um, I feel like that's the reason also why I'm able to you know to be comfortable with the fact that my boyfriend is black Mm
2: -hmm. and
1: for someone that doesn't come from or hasn't surrounded themselves around other cultures wouldn't be able to do something like that it would be difficult for them to understand okay i'm and that's just with any culture you know with, with any background um i feel like it's something that it's brand new It's Mm. brand new. You've never had it before. It could be, it could be difficult. It could be hard for you to feel comfortable. Mm. So, um, that's just one part for me. I've always been into black men. The face. Yes. You're like, that's it. Yeah. I, you know, there is no other.
0: I'm, I'm sorry. Um, so with that, what do you mean? So I want to clarify, you mean black men as an African-American man or yes. like Dominican guy?
1: No, African-American men. Okay. Um, so I've had my experience with, uh, <laughs> with, you know, my Dominican men, uh-huh. well, the men from my culture, uh-huh. uh, Puerto Ricans as well. Um, and I don't know. For some reason, I just really took on more mm. to the African American man. Yeah, and it was a different experience for me where I was just like, "Wow!" Like, I'm able to connect with them more for some reason. Interesting. Um, it was very. It, it was very interesting. I was actually talking about this uh, to my boyfriend the other day. Me and my boyfriend were talking about this, and you know, he would explain to me that if I ever felt uncomfortable when that would happen. And I'm like, well, at first, yeah, I didn't understand it, but I didn't stop myself because, you know, I, I just really enjoyed being around the African-American man. Mm-hmm. And ever since I was with someone for 10 years before my relationship now. So my eyes just got huge. 10, yes, <laughs> ten years, Ooh. 10 years and um you know I uh usually go for the for the chocolate you know and uh once I was single I was like oh you know what let me try what my boyfriend calls waffle he calls them waffle color uh african-american men Uh and I'm like I don't understand what waffle color means he calls yeah. me waffle
0: yeah i'm trying to say you're waffle right is that because i'm trying to think that's okay.
1: me waffle. No, <laughs> okay. that's what he means yeah he calls mm-hmm. me waffle so um so i was like okay so when i explained it to him he's like yeah so you were into trying the different uh the different types of mm-hmm. african-american men and i was like yeah i want i wanted to experience that so i did just so happens that my um my boyfriend educated me in the whole like colorism that happens, mm-hmm. uh, you know, within the within the, the black background, yeah. and um, that's why I feel like it's important when you are in an interracial intercultural relationship, um, there will be uncomfortable conversations that you need to have, yeah. um, and you need to educate each other because if not, other people. Are just gonna throw salt yes. on what you have, yes, because it's against you know. Uh, well, lucky for me, um, I will say I'm I'm grateful that my family is accepting of other cultures.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: In the Dominican culture, I have um, I have heard friends of mine that they had a hard time. Um, where the fathers usually be like, no, we don't want anyone black in the family. Like it well, gotta be yeah. Dominican. Another one but of my friends is
0: going through that. She's Salvadorian, and her husband's wow. black, and her wow. father still doesn't really accept their relationship because he's black. They have a kid now, right. so it's like you gotta.
1: So now you have to <laughs> yeah. exactly now you now you have to. Um, I and I'm gonna say that my boyfriend has heard the whole, you know, brought me around. And, you know, once I leave the room, you know, he'll probably hear like, why couldn't it be a black woman? Mm -hmm. You know, why did she have to be Hispanic? Mm -hmm. And, you know, his, his take on it was, this is my lady, this is my woman, and you are going to respect her. Because, it is what it is. And I'm I not doubt Vanessa. he
0: was seeking, maybe, I don't, hopefully he wasn't, but he'll, he was like, I only want a Hispanic woman. Hopefully it was just like, you know, like you guys no. just happened to, it just happened to yeah. happen. Yeah,
1: exactly. And, and that's where I feel a lot of us go wrong because we make these assumptions. Um, and again, I'm just talking from my experience. I feel like there, these assumptions are made of Oh, well, he just dates Hispanic women. I just no, I do. I only go for the black man. That is yes me. Yes. I do. Um, but in regards to him, no. Yeah. He's he's, you know, he's open to date other other cultures. I've tried. I've tried to do like, you know, the the white man, like, you know. Uh, yeah. I've tried the Asian and um and it was just like, you know what? I think it's better off if we're just friends. <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> but I had no issues at yeah. all. Just that's just what it was. Yeah.
0: So thanks for sharing some more insight about how you guys kind of got together and came together. Mm-hmm. And I think that a lot of like social media nowadays, like especially when it comes to black men. And yes. lighter skinned women it is kind of villainized you know because it's like it is. this is my preference or i just don't like black women they're too something but this one is it so definitely sharing that story i think is important to hear because a lot of people may look at your relationship and be like it's because she's hispanic you know that's it
1: yeah and the thing is he's very how do i explain he's just he's very open-minded and mm-hmm it's not like he and he says it himself he says you know i wish that just all women would stop saying that the black man just you know doesn't want to deal with a black woman because it's not true because i'm not like that oh because a black mm-hmm. woman is this that that he's like i'm not like that and i just feel like for those that are out there because the they man, are that the ones with the platform that, those are the ones with the platform right there <laughs> i'm like can somebody I, else hold the mic <laughs> right and it's like if you don't shut up yes you get what i'm saying yes so i I can understand when um you know when a black woman feels some type of way Mm. i could sit there and understand her because he's explaining this to me and he's educating me and he's letting me know well these are the reasons why yeah but just imagine if i wasn't with someone like that
0: i i guess I can't yes I I know people who are yes I completely understand because it it is there are people who don't explain or even understand their own feelings so it sounds like exactly. even they, like your boyfriend sounds aware of social dynamics like right everything like yeah right but everyone isn't as privy to that knowledge or I guess blessed to have that I, I feel like it's common knowledge you know but
1: it is but people it's just don't like want to accept that yeah
0: so good so just thinking about like I wanted to talk a little bit about like the history of interracial relationships because you know mm-hmm. of course I had
1: to do my deep dive research um I appreciate that you because know. you taught me you that article you sent me mm-hmm. um that to me I was like I need to really I need to read this yeah. and how it came about i'm like i was oh, shocked I no
0: idea yeah me neither um so as far so before i get into the research i would say um yeah similar to i don't i don't i've, I've dated a bunch of different guys definitely mm-hmm. a lot of black guys because i am black mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i will say most recently my last my past few relationships they have not been black men so my prior ex was white and Mexican but he looked like light-skinned black in a sense okay and now my current boyfriend is Filipino so I am I'm a girl I'm a a hopper (laughs) I guess what would say um I don't know, it's like, spicy, I like spicy you know, I'm just like, I really, and I hate to say this, because it sounds so generic, I just really look at the personality of the person, you know, I'm just like,
1: that's perfectly fine, you seem
0: to mesh well, and I will say, surprisingly, for the past few guys, when I was dating, like in my dating phase, when I dated black guys, they told me I was the first black girl they dated, these are men approaching their 30s, and I was like, there's no way in yes? hell i'm gonna be your first black girlfriend as a black man because that's what and i was like like i remember high school no no crushes like nothing no and then what like...
1: i was just a shock. I, wait a minute
0: and i was like i can't even like you
1: you sure they weren't like exaggerate like it was an exaggeration you know what but
0: even so what is that to exaggerate about
1: Because my thing is, so you're telling me from your teen years, Mm -hmm. or from when you was a little boy, you didn't have a thing for the Black woman and you're Black yourself.
0: Yes. So I was like very, very shocked. Excuse me. So then also with my current boyfriend and I've had like this conversation with him, he's never dated another Asian woman before.
1: And I was like,
0: initially I was like,
1: how you hop over here? <laughs> over <Right>. here. <laughs> so it sounds like, it sounds like I guess within cultures, depending on on the culture. Yeah. Because you know, and it, there are certain religion uh cultures that have, you know, a certain religion that you can only marry and date within yeah. that culture. Yeah. So it seems like from your experience, they haven't dated anyone of their own. And I, and I went through that. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? But not that deep where it's like, never, like, never. I, I'm like, well at least with
0: my current boyfriend he said like he did have a crush on like he liked Asian women but he's never like been in a relationship with another one and I was like that's still crazy to me especially because I feel like with Asian people this is just a general idea I have they date within their own race that's but yeah but oh girl so let's get to the research so even when I did my research Asian people are more likely to date outside their race than any other race Asian women specifically. And I could see this. And then when I was reading it, I thought about this quote when I was in college. I remember my first year I was in orientation. It was this Asian girl. And she was like talking to another Asian girl. And she was like, yeah, white and Asian is the best mix for children. And that stuck in my head. And it literally popped back up to the forefront of my mind when I read that. and was like, Okay. I've For heard that. children though. Yeah. Oh, let's, let's later. Let's, let's, that, that's another topic okay. we need to get into okay. because that's, no that's another thing. I'm just like, Oh, okay. So let yes. me look at this history. Okay. So interracial relationships were technically called, oh, and I hope I'm saying this right. Miscegenation. And I didn't like the definition, but the definition is the interbreeding of people considered to be different racial types Mm -hmm. so the first law against interracial relationships was made in 1691 the fact that there had to be a law i think speaks volumes because at this point it's only like white people black people in america right right Right. um native americans too i don't know where they were at this time i'm not a historian (laughs) but Yeah. So they had to make that law in 1691. If they found out that a white man was in a relationship, because it was most likely a white man, in a relationship with a Black woman, the man had to leave Virginia because Virginia was the only state at that time. So he was kind of banned from the community. 1705, they had to up it, right? They were like, yo, y'all leaving, but y'all still doing this. So now you have to pay a tax and spend six months in jail if we catch you with another Black woman were they done?
1: Nope. Nope.
0: (laughs) 1848. They said y'all still doing this (laughs) right now you go to jail for 12 months. And this is still only for the white partner. Now you're going to jail for 12 months. You still have to pay a tax. It still did not stop. And I'm just like, of course it was more so. I don't know. I could only imagine what it was like, but I know slave owners raped slaves So I doubt that those were consensual relationships, but there had to be some, something, you know, obvious. Yeah. There had to be something. So 1849, that's when I think an official law was made. So it specifically stated whites and African-Americans were, and I quote, absolutely void. So they, they said again, please leave each other alone. Stop (laughs) crossbreeding. and Please. guess what they weren't done <laughs> they were not done because now exactly they started getting married so it was no longer relationships and I don't know how like weddings were officiated then but at this point and I think this was 1873 the punishment for a marriage was a was it what was it well it was still a fine and now they actually find the person who officiated the wedding and they were also giving money to the person that snitched. So they were like we need a community to stop this. We need a community to That's stop
1: insane. this. Insane. That is insane.
0: It is cuz as I kept reading I'm like okay like when is when are the punishments going to stop? Like why does the and punishment keep getting harsh?
1: <laughs> and the thing is is like okay you could keep you could keep sending these punishments, uh, creating these punishments, but mm-hmm. I feel like you can't control how you might feel yes. about someone. And it seems like, of course, for the ones that uh, that weren't consensual, you mm-hmm. know, the ones that were consensual, it was just like, I really feel this way about you. So I'm not going, and I feel like also the, the white partner at that time um, knew that they had that power yes. of, you know what, I am going to save our relationship. Like, I don't care what anyone has to say. I'm going to go to jail. Yeah. Okay. Six months. Okay. 12 months. Okay. What True. Else?
0: True. They could have been getting out and be like, I'm going back. <laughs>
1: right. <laughs>
0: I'm going back. But right. I think it's interesting that even with this white people, like the punishment, I can only imagine they didn't say, cause I doubt the black person was a okay. Like they're naming the punishment for the white person. Yeah they they could have burnt beat tarred that black pr- we don't know true. what happened you know You're so it's like
2: right. black
0: people are definitely still getting the brunt I guess of dating interracially
2: mm. thinking about even
0: the social punishment even but we'll right. get into that like the current social punishment um okay so let's see so between 1865 and 1870 there were more than 20 interracial marriages so America Mm -hmm. still was not that big like it still was not a full country like before it was just Virginia right so now we're still kicking people are still getting married so until 1967 it was illegal to marry someone from the other race so that's when we had the case Loving versus Virginia cute little story I think it was a black woman and a white man. So that year in 1967, when interracial relationships were legalized, and I'm going to link this article, all the articles I looked at in the show notes, but um, 3% in 1967, 3% of those marriages were interracial. 1980, it increased to 7%. In the last year that they did research on this was 2015. And it was 17% of newlywed couples were interracial. Wow. Wow.
1: So it just kept increasing.
0: Yeah, it was like, okay, it's legal. Like, it, I just can't get over the punishment, how they kept up in the ante every year. They
1: were like, you, because you they still? Thought they, you still don't get it? No problem. I'm I'm, I'm still go to jail. Yeah, like, because <laughs> people were to going line. to jail. For of sure. Course. Of course. But again, when you have, when you have, it's just like the whole, the whole love, right? The definition mm-hmm. of love is a deep affection. Mm-hmm. Is a deep affection. Is a deep emotion that builds over time. So the fact that, you know, no one is able to control them, not even the fact that they're going to go to jail, there's going to be a fine. It says a lot. Yes. So if only people did this type of research the way that you just did.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And I mean, you educated me. And that's what I mean. It's like, it's so important to do this. Like, you don't feel some type of way about me. I don't feel no type of way about you because we're open-minded. We're yes. able to be mature enough to have a conversation mm-hmm. and not feel no type of way and keep it real. Yeah. If there is something that I, like this, I wasn't aware of, of you know, the, the loving versus Virginia. Like yeah. the fact that they named it that, yeah. you know? And the history behind it is so important. I I really hope that when people listen to this podcast, that they actually do their own research and understand that it goes way, way like Mm -hmm. years and years, decades, you know, um, where they couldn't control their feelings and this didn't stop them. No, it did not. So
0: it, I think that even when you said that, you know, we are open-minded, another part of Mm -hmm. my research that I just thought about was they did a a survey, let me look down, okay, so over the years, like, Americans have become more accepting of interracial relationships, Mm -hmm. but, so in 1990, 63% of adults said they would be opposed to a close relative marrying a Black person, that's 90 1990 then wow. in 2016 that number dropped to 14 percent, but it's still even they would be opposed to someone in their family marrying a black person like i, I what why so what you know and it it it, it It covers so many things. I want to, the first thing that came into my mind is like it would, marrying a Black person would drop the social currency of another person. Because thinking about neighborhoods, for instance, Black people move in, the the rate or the the price of the community, right? It goes down in a sense. Like, right. so that was very surprising. Like that many adults would say that. So 2016 is not 14% again in 2022. I'm pretty sure the numbers are lower. They should be. Yeah, oh,
1: they should. I be- be. I believe so. Mm-hmm. I believe so. Yeah, should be.
0: Um, let's see. A few more things that I thought was very interesting before we get back. Um, yeah, we already said Asian people are more likely to marry outside their race than Hispanic people, than blacks, than white people. mm mm-hmm. Okay. Um, black men are twice as likely as black women. To have a spouse of a different race or ethnicity, especially when they are college educated. Um, let's see. I think, I think that was it. Was there anything else from the research that stood out to you? Um,
1: it was mostly that. Like you, you pointed that out. Like it, for me, it was just so shocking how hard uh, the laws we're mm-hmm. trying to just break break the the black and white couple the interracial couple like yeah. break them apart because they just you know the the history behind mm-hmm. you know blacks being slaves and well african americans like they say in the the history books right
0: mm-hmm.
1: they talk about it but they also don't talk about how you know i feel like over the years they started creating movies where you saw the interracial couple you saw that couple that fell in love with each other and no matter what they just didn't stop yes and it says a lot about the fact that it doesn't matter what background culture uh, or skin color you have or where you are from um, the fact that you accept someone for who they are and you love them for who they are internally, spiritually, I Mm -hmm. feel that's very important. And I hope that in today's world, like I just said, we need to do our research and really understand that there's so much more to, and, and again, I could understand how certain cultures or backgrounds would feel some type of way when you date outside of it, because mm-hmm. this is something that's been built for years within yeah. their own religion, within yeah. the old culture where it's, it's like a structure. No, yeah. You have to, you have to keep reproducing within, <laughs> you know, within, within your, your, your yeah. background, within your race, sorry, uh, within your race. And that is it. Um, but I hope that in today's world, Again, mm-hmm. the fact that you're talking about this, and I, I really love the fact that you're doing this, mm-hmm. um, I hope that when, when people listen to this, that they will understand even, for example, like your friend, her father um, needs to understand, listen, I get it, but your grandchild is half Black. Yeah, there's nothing that I don't you think they're do gonna be it. any
0: like. I think majority of the population in 50 years is going to be multiracial or biracial.
1: Absolutely, like, you have. Mm-hmm. I have. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. No, you got. It. Uh, um. So I have a, a friend of mine mm-hmm. that is Dominican and Jamaican. Mm-hmm. She's Dominican and Jamaican, mm-hmm. and when I tell you when she tells people this, they're like, "What?" But she's like, "Yeah, my father is Jamaican and my mother is Dominican." And yeah. this was years ago yeah. when they met, you know what I mean? And they fell in love with each other and mm-hmm. this is what happened. So the fact that we're able to, you know, the multicultural is going to happen because you have a lot of people now or in a lot of kids that are being born now that are Irish, uh they're irish they're black they got jack the japanese in them yes. like it's a yeah. whole bloodline that you're just like i can't do anything about that so <laughs> i can't do nothing yeah. about that so how are you going to tell me that i can't date i can't date outside of my race yeah but am i supposed to sit down and choose and be like hmm well I'm going to go and, okay, I can't date this person because I'm Irish, black, and let's say, uh, uh, Philippine, right? Yeah. Uh, I, I, like, what are you supposed yeah. to do? Some people, what are you supposed to do? but you know, some
0: people just stick to whatever they identify as, and then they'll go with it. You know, even thinking about what that person's phenotype may be. So someone who's Irish, would you say Irish, black, Filipino, and yeah. we don't know what they'll look like. They'll find another mixed person I guess you know just thinking because we are it's weird we're naturally attracted to people that kind of look like us or remind us of ourselves in some kind of way so it is weird um, especially when I think about it for me because I'm just like what is what is my type like I had a solid type I will say definitely Mm -hmm. from 18 to 20 25 24 ish so I definitely had a solid type but I think that as I got older I was just like is that type actually serving me? Like I'm chasing physical.
1: That was going to be my question uh, Mm -hmm. to you Mm -hmm. Um, because I've, I've read many um, especially on social media where uh, I've read some people feel like other cultures are trying to like wipe out the black DNA, the Mm. black, the African-American DNA, and which is why they go against the African-American going to date uh, Mm, someone like outside of their their race. Mm -hmm. And when I read that, I just felt like, wow. Like the fact that, you know, and, and again, when I asked my boyfriend about it, he educated me. Mm -hmm. and I could understand I could really sit here and be like I could understand I I really could so I just want to ask you um you know as a black woman do you feel that way do you feel like that's what you know like other cultures like or just what we call the white America Mm -hmm. is really trying to do
0: do i think there is an agenda like a political yes. agenda i i honestly this is a side note before i get back on track so do mm-hmm. i think there's a political agenda me no but watching these shows about like what goes on in the government like you never know <laughs> right <laughs> like right. you truly never know like i'm not a conspiracy theorist per se because I it, it right. can get too deep but do I like engage right. in a little conspiracy theory every once in a while yeah I'm like dang that would make sense <laughs> And I'm like okay you know so right, right. I with me in my world right now no I don't think there's like an agenda but it is a concern that I've had because I'm like okay I look black I have a child with you my child will be mixed, and like, there's nothing. I'm still gonna love my child, but I still want a black child. Like, I still Absolutely. want to raise a little black girl or black of boy, course. maybe, but a little girl, <laughs> preferably. Right? You know,
1: you sound like <laughs> me, Like, I want a girl.
0: Yeah, so I've definitely made that clear. I'm like, I'm adopting a black child that has. curly hair like mine like I want to I want that and it I don't think that it doesn't that it takes away from what I feel for this person or what I will feel for my boyfriend in the future as we progress but I see for myself a, a black little girl So thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of Be A Better Baddie. I cut it right there because the conversation is going to continue. It's a really long one, so I split it into two parts. Make sure you tune in next week to hear the conversation between Yanni and I because things are going to get a little bit more complicated. Um, Another thing I want to add, make sure that you are following me on social media. And make sure you're following Yanni on social media. I will leave all of her contact information below. I hope you guys have a beautiful, wonderful, productive day. And I hope you've really enjoyed this episode. So see you in the next one. Bye.